Fresh Breakfast. Monday to Friday, 5, 5 to 8 a.m. on Metro FM. Metro FM at a 6.42, hashtag Mad About Africa. Hashtag Fresh Breakfast. Thank you for joining us. We do this every Thursday. We celebrate Africans across the planet doing great things. Please help me welcome Mukhtar Onifade, living the designer dream. He's made clothes for the likes of Davido, Paturanking, Banky W, Diban, Jais Prince, Angela Simmons. He's 26. <laughs> He's the founder of Visual Gods. It's an African brand that focuses on contemporary African art. Mukhtar has released three collections since founding in 2013. All garments are handmade in his Lagos and Detroit studios. Mm. How are you doing, Mukhtar? How are you doing? I'm good, brother man. Thank you for having me. You make insanely gorgeous, fabulous clothing for the stars. Thank you. But you're also an engineer at General Motors in the U.S.? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How does that work? How did you end up there and making clothing? And why aren't you maybe designing better interiors for General Motors cars? Bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, that's, yeah. They should be using you. like. I, huh? Yeah, I know, right? But, yeah. <laughs> but I'm pretty much, I, you know, I'm originally from Nigeria. Yes. And I studied mechanical engineering at Georgia Tech in sure. Atlanta. So, you know, my path growing up was more about just studying, you know, of course, you're African, your mm. parents promote education more mm. than art. So yeah. I was on that path of becoming like a good, you know, engineer, going to school. I actually worked for GE yes. Electric as a um, design engineer for jet engines. Sure. So I did my internship with them. Yes. Mm. So when I graduated from Georgia Tech, I think it's just kind of like, I know, fashion was just something that, um, how do I put it? It was just random in a way. Sure. I actually went to African fashion show and I was kind of a little bit disappointed just because I expect it, was, it wasn't it was too much innovation. Yes, so I yes. think, you know, we all have ideas every day mm, about like mm. how we want to like create something, but we're mm. so busy we don't necessarily spend the time to focus on something that can, you know, take us to where we are today. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, it was just like, oh, I think I want to make clothes and I just like dedicated my time to focusing on it. But also working at GM, I've been working at GM for the past three years. Uh, yeah. Calibration specialist. Sure. That's my role. So in, I, in simple English, what is a calibration specialist? So mean? I'm the guy that pretty much gets the car before it comes out. So I worked on the Chevy 2016 Volt okay. that came out. I worked on it in 2014. Sure. So I worked on um, the ATS, CTS, Cadillac cars. Okay. I worked about 10 different vehicle programs. So what does the calibration entail? Pretty much, for example, if you have a fuel, like, you know, when you... If I'm gonna sell you a car, yes. the marketing guys they come to you and say, Hey, this car takes five, you know, takes eight gallons of fuel. Yes. I'm using you know American metrics. Yes. And they say, Okay, you're gonna drive five hundred miles before the fuel runs oh. out. So I'm the guy that has to go on the test track and drive the car for five hundred miles, literally. Oh and make sure that I collect all so the So that we know when it says empty. Exactly. It is empty. It, it oh. is empty. So wow. if your car is at E, just know you have at least thirty miles left. So don't don't panic. You can still drive for 30 mm. miles. Nice. Now, as a Nigerian child who didn't become a doctor and is an engineer and is now making pretty clothes, how upset is your mother? Actually, she's very proud. Oh, all right. You know, because I think for her, her when I grew up, she yeah. was her theory was... As long as you get your work done, mm. you can have as much fun as you want. So that was like yeah. the incentive. So sure. okay, get good grades and you can travel, you can do whatever. Yeah. So 
for me, it was like, okay, you've graduated from Georgia Tech. You have good grades. Get a good job. I don't care what you do after that. Just yes. make sure that you... So you delivered. Yeah. So it was like, okay, I, I listened to her instead of like, no, I just want to go focus on fashion and just sure. struggle. So, yeah. So I, I, I asked you earlier on, um, of uh, because I, I haven't seen any of your work, mm -hmm. and you showed me, and I was like, wow, this guy. And I look at how simple yet effective your style is. What were some of your challenges? Because some people think for you to make it into the business, you have to be over the top or avant-garde mm -hmm. or, or some gaga. Or like almost know? flamboyant. Or yeah. Flamboyant. And, yeah. and you are so simple, but I can tell the detail and, and the, the, the patterns are like day to day. Yeah. But at the same time, you, you, you walk in in your outfits and like, whoa, what are you wearing? What, what were your challenges f to convince the, the the market that you have arrived um i think when i was thinking about the brand in 2013 i think those were like i was like i had to ask myself you know the question just like kind of dig deep and trying to understand myself first mm -hmm. before i can make something that people can kind of like gravitate towards so it was just more about trying to figure out my story and i realized i'm african i'm a engineer and Mm. I those were the two perspectives that I liked and I realized that you know I kind of just went back into my closet and just paid attention to what I actually like to wear yes. so mm. I was like I noticed I had like a lot of grey tones white and just simple things are, and for me it was back then as I realized there was a lot of amazing African designers that were focused on avant-garde mm. over the top amazing colorful pieces but I realized that it was very saturated for me to come into that field sure. and there was a lot of there was I felt like there was also this big void mm. for African designers to create from a different perspective of just something that as I say, if my if I make clothes that my friends cannot wear, what's mm. the point of mm. it? So I focus on that. And I love your designs because they're also just practical. Yeah, mm. thank you. The practical the and, word, and, yeah. and because it's an African design, it doesn't have to scream. <laughs> Hello, Africa. Tell me yeah. how you doing. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that. It yeah. doesn't have to be cliche. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. So my goal is to shift the focus to yes. hopefully get a lot more designers to create because I feel like once. There are more designers creating from my perspective, not mm. necessarily just like me, but having the way to say, okay, I'm going to take my culture yes. or find a way to make it universally appealing. I'm not trying to sell it to the world, but I'm yes. just really trying to sell it to my friends so they don't have to travel around the world or wait for all these big brands to come in before yes. they can be excited about clothes, you know? Mm. All right, 6.48, we are talking mad about Africa. He's mm. a designer out of Nigeria. He is based in Detroit, the Motor City. He works at uh, General Motors. His name is Mukhtar. His uh, label is called Visual Gods. Yeah. We'll uh, talk Visual Gods with Mukhtar some more after <laughs> this. Even Mukhtar, our guest, loves her voice. Tandega, still me on Metro FM. It's where you're at. Why does this touch you the way it does, Mukhtar? It just makes you feel good. Yeah? Good music. African music touches your soul, you know? Without a doubt. Yeah. We're hanging out with Mukhtar. He is a designer from Nigeria. He is based in Detroit in the USA. And uh, his label is Visual Gods. Why the name Visual Gods? Um, I feel like I tell the story. I think it goes back to when I was trying to define my brand. Yes. Mm -hmm. I wanted to, I guess, Visual Gods simply means like believing within. Mm. And your ability to create uh. and inspire other people, especially being African and feeling like you don't necessarily have the resources to be able to compete with everybody. You know, when yes. we're here, you look over there, you think, oh, wow, 
there's so much I have to learn. There's so much I don't have. Yeah. And how am I supposed to get this done? And it's just me kind of telling everybody, anybody, every young African creative, like, you don't necessarily, you can be an innovator. You don't have to feel like you have to compete or conform. Yes. And, you know, visual guys also like a, almost like, oh, I'm a creative genius, right? Sure. But mm. not necessarily in a very cocky way. It's just mm. about really just believing in yourself, sure. understanding what you can Self-affirmation. do. Self-affirmation. Self-affirmation. So, yes. you know, the gods, which is GVDS, mm. it stands for gifted with visual diverse skills. Wow. So it's promoting diversification of skill sets. Like mm. I'm an engineer, I'm a fashion mm. designer. It's really whatever you want to do. Like don't let anybody tell you sure. anything else. Like I can literally come back here in like three years and say, hey, I work on buildings now. I'm an architect. Or in, in other yeah. words, it's okay to chew and walk and rub your head and your belly at the, <laughs> at the same, same time. time. At the same time. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. But we know that uh, the, the fashion industry, there's some kind of snobbery there, yeah. especially people that are trained as, as fashion designers. Mm-hmm. So how has the reception been for you in uh, the, the fashion fraternity by the people that are in the industry itself, especially since, like you say, say yourself, that you literally fell into fashion. It's not something you went out and studied yeah. and, you know, you fell into it. So how, how has the reception been to those people that see themselves as the gatekeepers of the fashion industry? I think it goes back to self-affirmation. I think if you're scared or if you don't believe in yourself, you can easily just fall away from it because you you tend to chase mm. um how do you put this you tend to chase validation from the certain people yeah so i think for me it was more about it's a learning experience so regardless yeah. of me falling into fashion mm. i still had to learn about it yeah. i studied the whole idea of design mm. how you know different brands create their mood boards their color palettes what kind of what what makes you fall in love with Gucci or Louis Vuitton or Prada? Why do people go to the stores? Because people don't pay attention to how they create this move for you. Yes, the science you, behind the, it. The science behind it. So yeah. Yeah. when I go into the stores, I just pay attention to how do I feel? Because mm. at the end of the day, clothes are just about feeling. True. So I just studied that. And I feel like the reception has been great because I'm really just focusing on my instincts and my ideas. Because mm. I feel like it's fresh, original and it's just me. Yeah. And I think that's what's it's gotten me to where I'm at today. Mm. You know? but, but like you're saying also, um, or uh, you alluded to that, that, you know, when you walk into a room of people who do a certain thing mm. and you're almost hesitant, they're not going to take you seriously. Absolutely. But if you walk in and say, guys, I'm here. Mm. What mm. are we doing? Mm. Right. Then they're forced to listen to you. Right. Because you're walking with the confidence of, I've got this. Yeah. yeah. And I think we all need to learn that. Mm. That mm. never, mm. ever doubt that you've got this. Mm. True. Yes, so easy. To, to, to a, a child, a girl, a boy out there listening to us right now who wants to be in fashion and they think you start today and the next year you're a hit and you're making money. When do you start feeling that the money is coming in? Because let's, at the end of the day, we're doing things for money. Mm-hmm. Let's yes. not beat about. Yes. You know, passion, yes. Yeah, Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy birthday yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when... Do you get to a point where now you are reaping the rewards and are you there yet? I'm getting there. Okay. Because it's a learning process for me. I, mm. I don't even, like, I really honestly don't feel like I've, I've learned everything I need to know about fashion. Mm. Especially now, I'm, I, I'm, as I said, I'm really, this is my third year into design. Mm. So I'm really feeling confident about how 
you know, for the past three years, I've just had to learn about what people like mm. and, you know, lessons learned about, okay, you want to be creative, that's great, but you have to make sure that your pieces can be worn by not just you, someone that's a little bit slender, and someone that's a little bit bigger. So mm. when you look at the science of clothing brand now, especially where the fashion industry is, you have big brands that make $20,000 jackets and make $100 shirts. Mm. You know, so the perception of super eye luxury but selling, so you go there, it's like, I love this brand. I can't really wear this, but I'm going to buy this $100 shirt because exactly. it's still mm. from the same brand. And I yes. know the quality is great and everybody's going to know what I'm wearing. So I think for me, I've grown to, I guess, where I'm at right now is really just finding a balance between something that's super unique and avant-garde, yeah. but also something that can be more of a merchandising where people patronize your brand mm. to be able to wear something that it's every day so mm. I'm getting there but it's just about lessons learned about how to properly have a, a product skew that can cover everybody sure you know what's your view very quickly because we're running mm. out of time yeah. um, your view on what we a lot of people have appro- termed as appropriation mm. of Africanness because you know we had mm. the Louis Vuitton Basutu uh, thing yeah. there's Gucci Batatas that are out now what's your view on this appropriation of Africa are we too sensitive or do we, you know, are people we, speaking I, truth? I think I I talk to people about this every single time. I feel like we don't, I wouldn't say we don't. I feel it's our, we're at that point, especially now, that we have to take control of our culture. Sure. Mm-hmm. We necessarily don't need to, I feel like people get sensitive sometimes. Like, oh, why are they doing this? No, you should be doing that. Mm-hmm. They're doing it because you're not. You're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have to teach ourselves, set the new standards for, we need to appropriate our culture because we understand the story. Yes. We understand how, like we we can tell the story better than anybody else. You can come and learn it from a book or read yes. a book or go to the museum. It's not the same as actually having stories about, you know, your parents telling you stories, your yeah. grammar, like growing up in it, immensely understanding the culture. So I think for us right now, we have to take control of our narrative yes. and be the ones that are setting the new standards mm. and appropriating our culture because it's you, our thing. You can't you know? sleep on yourself and then complain when someone wakes up exactly. to you. Exactly. Mm. So that's my perspective. Wrapping up, you're here for Mercedes-Benz Africa yeah. International Fashion Week. What yeah. have you cooked up for us? And when are you on? Um, my show comes on on Saturday, 5.30 okay. p.m. Easy clothes. Ready yeah. to wear clothes, you know. Do you make Come, Do you make uh, clothes uh, for big guys? Of course. All right. Oversized. Everything is oversized. Yeah. You know. I'm gonna run them to probably three XL. It's gonna be like the most comfortable clothes you can wear yeah. by an African <laughs> designer. Oh. Right. So it's ready to wear clothes. You can wear it to the studio. And if you want to go out, okay, I'm gonna go switch on to this dress pants and just wear mm. some nice chucks and just mm. go out. So, and it's unisex as well. Oh, so nice. every every piece that I make, this that's it's kind of like an oversized theory of like making clothes where, oh, my boyfriend, I like this hoodie. I'm just gonna yeah. wear it yeah. out. Yeah. And so it's and longer it works. And, and it works. works. So you can yeah. wear it with the high boots. So I'm trying to capture both male and female perspective of how you can dress and, and red, save us you know, money okay. yeah nice. and save so we can money. wear the same clothes exactly. yeah. it's going to be a problem I see you Mukhtar <laughs> it's going to be a problem Mukhtar thank you so much brother man appreciate you uh, man. you're, you're doing you. big things and I think only bigger things can happen for you where do people find visual guards online Um, it's you know www.vizuvlgvds.com and okay. the same handle for Twitter and Instagram and Facebook visual guards great stuff you can uh, see visual guards at the Mercedes-Benz International Fashion Week Saturday at 5.30pm ladies and gentlemen Mukhtar Fresh Breakfast Monday to Friday 5, 5 to 8am on Metro FM